Let me tell you about Rough Greens. How often uh, do you try to do the thing that is in your dog's best interest? I mean, I usually do, except when it's in the middle of the night and he's nudging underneath my arms and he's like, I gotta go out. Then you're like, I told you to go to the bathroom earlier. Anyway, um, when you're feeding your dog, you want to feed your dog the best. Now, if you're feeding your dog kibble suit food, that is lacking so many things, including probiotics. Everything good is baked out of it. So this is something you put on your dog's food and it has all of the vitamins, minerals, and everything else that you your dog needs to live live a happy and healthy life i've seen a huge difference in uno over the last few years and i've been uh, feeding him this i think you will too uh rough greens get it now at ruffgreens.com slash back roughgreens.com slash back or you can call them at 833-G-L-E-N-N-33 call them now they're waiting for your call all you have to do for the first trial bag is just pay for shipping they want you to try it out for free then start feeding your dog with this and i'm telling you you'll see a massive difference at least i did in uno 833-G-L-E-N-N-33 glenn 33 call them now roughgreens.com slash back Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're so glad that you're here. Uh, last night, I I met some incredible, incredible people that just filled me with hope. Met a guy who I think is going to end up being the guy who cured cancer. Uh, one of the guys sitting next to me at dinner said, you know, I had three goals. Uh, I want to cure cancer, which I think he's pretty close to doing. Uh, I, uh, I'd like to end poverty. And the other is, I'd like to destroy Hollywood. And uh, the Hollywood destruction thing, he said, is probably going to be the hardest one to do. (laughs) That's incredible. Uh, I am in Atlanta. I want to tell you some of the things that are going on here in Atlanta that are very, very heartening. Um, But I want to start with a story of a guy who lives in a trailer under a tarp, has been very, very depressed, uh, didn't have any meaning uh in his life decided with a friend he was just gonna take his guitar out into the woods and record a song now everybody knows his name but he has only introduced himself last night i'm gonna tell you about that coming up in 60 seconds First, Victoria wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She said, thank you so much for Relief Factor. My chronic pain has completely disappeared. I highly recommend this product to anyone who has inflammation and pain. It took me a couple of weeks to work its magic on me, but it is magic for me. Victoria, thanks so much for writing in uh, and being willing to give Relief Factor a try. 
I know I wasn't willing to give it a try. My wife was like, I'm not going to listen to you whine anymore unless you try everything. And so I did. And Relief Factor really changed my life. For 20 bucks, you can find out if you can get your life back. Three-week quick start is only $19.95. It's a trial pack, not a drug. Developed by doctors so it doesn't whack you out. It just relieves the inflammation in your body. Call now, Relief Factor, 800, the number four, Relief, 800, the number four, Relief. Or you can find out all about it at relieffactor.com. Get their 1995 uh, trial pack for three weeks. Give it a shot. The number is 800, the number four, Relief. So yesterday on Facebook, Oliver Anthony, um, Sarah, do we have a little bit of the Oliver Anthony song for anybody who hasn't heard it yet? I find it hard to believe that you haven't, but maybe you haven't. Here's a piece of his song. Working all day, North double of time hours, pay so I can sit out here, waste my life away, drag back home and drink my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me people like you wish I could just wake up and it not be true but it is mm. all it is living in the new world with an old soul these rich men north the rich men Lord knows they all just want to have total control want to know what you think want to know what you do and they don't think you know but i know that you do because your dollar ain't and it's tax to no hen calls the rich men north the rich men this is this is an amazing song an amazing story as it was and then last night he went and posted on facebook he said it's been difficult as I browse through the 50,000 plus messages and emails I've received in just the last week. The stories that have been shared paint a brutally honest picture. Suicide, addiction, unemployment, anxiety, depression, hopelessness, and the list goes on. I'm sitting, I'm sitting at such a weird place in my life right now. I never wanted to be a full-time musician, much less sit at the top of the iTunes charts. Draven, a friend from Radio West Virginia, and I filmed these tunes on my land with the hope that it might, maybe, hit 300,000 views. I still don't believe what has went on since we uploaded that. It's strange to me. People in the music industry give me blank stares when I brush off $8 million offers. I don't want six tour buses, 15 tractor trailers, and a jet. I don't want to play stadium shows. I don't want to be in the spotlight. I wrote the music I wrote because I was suffering with mental health and depression. These songs have connected with millions of people on such a deep level because they're being sung by somebody feeling the words in the very moment they were being sung. No editing, no agent, no BS, just some idiot and his guitar. The style of music that we should have never gotten away from in the first place. That being said, I've never taken time to tell you who I actually am, so here's the formal introduction. My legal name is Christopher Anthony Lunsford. My grandfather was Oliver Anthony, and Oliver Anthony music is a dedication not only to him, but the 1930s Appalachia where I was born and raised. Dirt floors, seven kids, hard times. 
At this point, I'll gladly go by Oliver because everybody knows me as such. But my friends and family still call me Chris. You decide for yourself. Either way is fine with me. I feel you on that one, Oliver. It, I feel I feel you. I feel you up. as this as Stu. I feel you. <clears throat> In 2010, I dropped out of high school at the age of 17. I have a GED from Spruce Pine, North Carolina. I worked multiple plant jobs in Western North Carolina, my last job being in a paper mill in McDowell County. I worked third shift six days a week for $14.50 an hour in a living hell. In 2013, I had a bad fall at work, fractured my skull, and it forced me to move back home to Virginia. Due to complications from the injury, it took me six months or so before I could work again. From 2014 until just a few days ago, I worked outside sales in the industrial manufacturing world. My job's taken me all over Virginia and into the Carolinas, getting to know tens of thousands of other blue-collar workers on job sites and in factories. I've spent all day every day for the last 10 years hearing the same story. People are so damn tired of being neglected, so tired of being divided and manipulated. In 2019, I paid $97,500 for the property, and I still owe about $60,000 on it. I'm living in a 20-foot camper with a tarp on the roof that I got off Craigslist for $750. There's nothing really special about me. I'm not a good musician. I'm not really even a very good person. I spent the last five years struggling with mental health and using alcohol to drown it. I'm sad to see the world the state's in. With everyone fighting with each other, I've spent many nights feeling hopeless that the greatest country on earth is quickly fading away. That being said, I hate the way the Internet has divided all of us. The Internet is a parasite that infects the minds of humans and has their way with them. Hours wasted, goals forgotten, loved ones sitting in houses with each other distracted all day by technology made by the hands of other poor souls in sweatshops in a foreign land. When is enough enough? When are we going to fight for what's right again? Millions have died protecting the liberties we have. Freedom of speech is such a precious gift. Never in the world history has the world had freedom that it currently has today? Don't let them take that away from you. Just like those once wandering in the desert, we have lost our way from God and have let false idols distract us and divide us. It's a damn shame. I want you to, I want you to take his words at heart for a minute that he only did this because he only wrote this song, not because he's a songwriter, but because that's in him. And he was struggling with something and he shared it. He didn't share it knowing that it would become this. He wasn't trying to do anything grand. He was just trying to solve a problem for himself. And then he shared. That's really the hard part. Sharing. Because we're all so afraid and we're becoming more and more afraid of each other because people are actively trying to destroy our relationships with one another, destroy our, our modes of communication, our, our empathy for one another. We look at people now, if we even look at them, as just, I, I don't even know, objects? Because the real world is become, 
has become real in the fake world. That's the world too many people are living in. They're living online. And we're not treating people. We're treating people like we treat people online. And everybody's feeling it. Everybody knows it. He's not just connecting. The reason why he has to be destroyed is because he's the average guy who's just in his own way. Let his voice be heard. I'm on this incredible journey this summer. I, 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 I don't know where this is going to take me or take us. But I'm trying to solve a problem for my children. And I shared it on the air a few weeks ago. And it was just me just sharing. I wasn't trying to do anything other than just share what I was going through. And I can't tell you how many people have reached out, with, uh, out to me and said, oh, my gosh. I'm having the same problem. I don't know what to do, but I'm with you. I think this is what Billy Graham told me. That if people will just do exactly what the Lord says to do, and some people don't know what that is. Some people don't hear him clearly. I, I, I honestly, I I think I hear him. I, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna die, and I'm gonna get up there. And he's like, "Dude, that wasn't me. More medication next time around." But I feel like I I'm guided in some ways. You know, everything I do wrong, it's me. Everything that I do that it's good is because of him. But Billy Graham told me, if everybody will just do their one thing, and they're gonna think that it is. No big deal. They're going to think, this is stupid. This isn't going to change anything. He said, it's as if the Lord is planning a surprise party for Satan. And the lights are going to come on. And we'll be just as surprised as he is. And the Lord will just go, surprise. And what we'll see in the light is that everyone doing just what they were supposed to do, nothing more, nothing less, has made this mosaic that we will all recognize only the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob could put together. The things you do just to solve something for yourself, when you share them, I think shocking things come out of them. We all think that we don't have anything important to share or anything important we hide we hide our in my case alcoholism and self-doubt we we all think i don't there's nothing special about me but there is there really is i mean look at this here's this song that has just broken all of the i mean i i've never seen the top 10, you know, in the Beatles era, in, in Elvis's era, it wasn't uncommon for the top 10 to have five Beatles songs in it. I haven't seen that from a guy who's completely unknown. This is why evil is tearing us apart. This is why evil is trying to get us to not talk to each other. Evil cannot allow us to share what we really believe. 
Evil cannot allow us to see our common humanity, our common fears, our common problems, our common solutions, our joys, our wants. I'm convinced the first time I went over to Israel, I met with a bunch of Palestinians and I met with a bunch of uh, Jewish people separately. And what struck me was uh, they're saying the same things. I don't know why they can't solve this problem. They're saying the same things. I just, I just want my kids to grow up in peace. I just, I just want to go to work and be safe and, 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 and maybe have enough to be able just to, to live my life. I don't need a jet. I don't need a big house. I don't need any of that. I just want my children to do a little better than I am. And that doesn't mean necessarily that they do better financially. We've put everything into finances. I don't, I've never said to my kids, uh, you know what? Someday you're going to do better than uh, I have. I've told my kids the whole time, good luck with that because I won the lottery. There's no excuse, no reason I'm as a success, I'm the success that I am. Here's what I want you to do. My dream for you is this that you're happier than I am that you have found peace faster than I found it. Others make us feel needy, make us want to make us need to follow our wants and to fear one another. Don't share the real you with people. And you just might be surprised in the end, how much you've contributed to a better society. All right, our sponsor this uh, half hour is Rough Greens. Uh, Thomas wrote in about his dog's experience with Rough Greens. He says, I have two Huskies, and I have to admit I didn't expect much, though uh, I really thought it was a gimmick. But I am now a believer. It's been three weeks, and their fur looks incredible, and the excitement and stamina is overwhelming. Thank you so much, Rough Greens. Thomas, I hear you. I had the same experience with my dog, Uno, and I think it's given him the best years of his life. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic doctor Dennis Black. You sprinkle it on the dog food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the greens. You name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it is most likely in Rough Greens. Please reach out to Rough Greens now, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. You're going to get your first trial bag for free just to make sure your dog likes it. All you pay for is shipping. Then feed your dog uh, and sprinkle Rough Greens on the top of it. And I'm telling you, I've seen a huge difference in Uno. And Thomas apparently has seen it the same results with his uh, Huskies. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. 10 seconds, station ID. Well, thanks to the lack of transparency in uh, D.C., more and more people are believing that we never went to the moon. And uh, it is it is crazy. So I did an interview yesterday. It's available now for the Blaze uh, subscribers. It'll come out on my podcast on Saturday for everybody. Uh, I did it with Charlie Duke. Now, Charlie Duke was he was the guy who said uh, uh, 
Eagle, Houston, go for touchdown. And then you heard the words, the Eagle has landed. He was the guy in Houston when they would say, Houston, we have a problem. Then he later became uh, the commander of, I think it was Apollo 14, 15, maybe 16. Thank you. Um, he was 36 years old. He was the youngest guy to leave footprints on the moon. It is truly amazing what he went through. He And he talked about the near disaster that they had coming down on and landing on the moon, how he you know, started to screw around and tried to do a high jump and uh, landed because of the gravity. His suit was heavier than he was, his backpack. And when he jumped up, the weight of his backpack forced him to land on his back. Uh, NASA thought he was dead because they thought this is going to just destroy your your pack. They're yelling at him. The other astronauts are running towards him, and he lived. And he was like, yeah, I decided not to do that anymore. However, he later tells me in the interview he got into the Land Rover and uh, the Moon Rover, and he just started driving around. He's like, I know it says we shouldn't do more than eight miles an hour. Let's see what this baby can do. I'm like, you are you're nuts. Anyway, I talked to him about the moon landing. How do we know the moon landing is real? And he said to me, I can't tell you what NASA did with the other astronauts, but I went to the moon uh, and how that played a game in his head. You know, I've, I did an interview once with Buzz Aldrin and uh, and I talk about it in this episode and it was really sad. I, I, I had my dad have lunch with Buzz Aldrin, I think for his 70th birthday, and he was so excited to meet this guy. And we sat down with him, and it was sad because it was almost as if Buzz, that his life stopped, you know? And, and you understand it because, as he said to me, and Charlie said the same thing, what do you do from there? You're 36 years old. I think Buzz, yeah, Buzz was probably about the same age. You're 36 years old. You're one of, in Charlie's uh, case, one of 12 people who have walked on the moon. He's only two of them are left that have walked on the moon. We get his thoughts on how to deal with life after that. Also, did we actually go to the moon? Oh, he's he's got some great things to say. Uh, you'll love it. It's Charlie Duke. Episode 190 should be on Apple iTunes tomorrow. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, it's amazing uh, what happened in the court system yesterday uh, on abortion. And, of course, the left is freaking out about it. But I have to tell you, I'll, I'll talk to you about it here in a second. Let me first tell you about preborn. What preborn is doing is they are trying to give women ultrasounds. And they cost 28 bucks. Most of these women don't have a dime to their name. They come in and preborn offers them an ultrasound. And that way they can tell how old the baby is. But also when the women see their baby is not a lump of cells, they 
double the chances of that mom saying, okay, I want to, I want to keep it. But so many times these women feel like they're trapped. That's the only way out. It's not. Will you please do your homework and help us? We're trying to save uh, 70,000 lives this year. Donate, dial pound 250 on your cell. Say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or donate at preborn.com slash back. Preborn.com slash back, sponsored by Preborn. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. You will get 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV if you use the promo code will not be censored. We have a packed Friday show for you. We have Jason Whitlock on with us in about an hour from now to talk about the uh, the blind side. And how do you say his name? Michael Orr? Yeah, that's right. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he said some incredible things, and, uh, and it appears now that it's coming out that mm, they're not true. Um, I don't know what would prompt him to do this, but I, I saw an amazing tweet yesterday that um, – who was the woman in that movie? It was um, the actual actress is Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah. Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. That Sandra Bullock should give her Oscar back. Oh God! Why should Sandra Bullock? Was she? Do you get Oscars because of the person you're playing, or do you get Oscars for the ability to play a role and pull it off? I I don't really understand that whole thinking, uh, but anything they can do to attack that movie and to have you no longer believe in goodness of people. But Jason is on this, and he's got quite a lot to say about it. Uh, so Jason Whitlock from Fearless, uh, a program on Blaze TV. If you haven't seen it yet, you really need to. He is, I think he's tremendous, just tremendous. Uh, we also have, um, uh, coming up in hour number three, we have uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Um Tulsi, obviously from Hawaii, is going to fill us in on the things that she knows. She is um, a reservist, and so she is on duty now. So she can't talk about anything regarding politics, and I don't want to ask her that. I just want to know what's happening in Maui. Um, You know, yesterday uh, I came to you and I said, hey, you know, let's, let's raise some money for these people in Maui. They're in real trouble, real trouble. Um, I, I don't really know what's true. I'm hearing that there are more deaths that have not been reported. Um, and, I, and I don't know if that's true. I think it is. Um, you know, one of the guys who did the was late on the water. Uh, he apparently uh, didn't. He was concerned with water equity, believe it or not. And some of his past remarks would lead one to believe he believed the water was more important than humans. Um, so th- there's a problem there. Also, the guy with the sirens, I feel bad for him. If that indeed, you know, if he said it, it's, you know, it would cause people to run up the mountain into the fire because that's what you should have done if it was a, a hurricane. And that's what those sirens meant. I don't know if that's true or not. But I feel bad for him if this was, honestly, he weighed it out in his head and he was like, no, I don't think that's the right thing to do. That guy really needs some some mental health checkups uh, because this is going to weigh heavily on him. Uh, now, if he's corrupt, good. 
but I don't know if he is. Um, and so we wish him well and prayers are, are with him and all of the people that are involved in this. But it, it really looks like, um, the progressive politics just led the way in this fire, uh, which is really, really disturbing. So Tulsi is going to be here, uh, on, uh, on that. Also, the, the author of Moon Man. I'm going to spend a few minutes with him before we end the show. Uh, he doesn't, he thinks that we didn't, we didn't land on the moon. Uh, and so I just wanted to, just wanted to get, you know, e- you know, equal times too. Equal time. <laughs> that's a, that's an interesting equal time premise there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the fifth circuit, uh, the fifth circuit ruling, uh, may cut abortion by 15%. Now, the fifth circuit just ruled against the FDA's unlawful deregulation of the chemical abortion drug uh, that that is sweeping the nation, especially those very, very blue states. Um, it will not go into effect until after the Supreme Court reviews the decision and determines if the step will, they will let the Fifth Corkett's, uh, Circuit's uh, uh, ruling stand. If they let it stand, it could cut the abortion numbers as much as 15%. Now, you want to talk evil. Let me, let me just explain, and I think everybody should know this. The way this drug is being sold is that you can just get it in the mail, and then it's no big deal. It's just like a heavy flow. That's what they're actually, doctors are saying this, that it's just like a heavy flow. It's no big deal. It's not like that. Now, I've never had a light flow or a heavy flow because I'm a guy, and guys don't have that. So I'm just telling you what I know um, from what has been told to me by women and nurses and doctors. Depending on how old the child is when you take this stuff, it can be really debilitating. And then you end up with a child. You give birth. And if it's very, very early, maybe it is like a heavy flow. But we don't know how old these children are that they're trying to abort. Now, let me just say, you're a teenage girl. You don't know what to do. You feel trapped. You feel like I can't tell anybody. Or you're a a woman whose husband, you know, is not a good guy. And you just can't have another baby with that uh, husband. And he'll beat you. And you'll know if you don't kill the baby, he will. You feel trapped. So you take this and you're told that it's no big deal. The trauma that women go through in their bathrooms delivering a dead baby is not only something that will scar you for life. It's not like, you know, you go into an abortion clinic and everything's taped off and you're not seeing anything. I know people who have had abortions that they hear the the sound of suction and they just go cold because they associate that sound with what happened. Now imagine that you're alone in your bathroom and you've just given birth to a dead baby. You don't know what to do with it. You, 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 you didn't expect this. The trauma that you have just from that moment is bad enough. But then you have to go back to the scene of that trauma every day, maybe several times a day. 
and be in that bathroom over and over and over again. Does that sound mentally healthy for anyone? So what the court said was, first of all, we have to know the age of the child. It cannot be dispensed after seven weeks. And only a doctor can dispense the drugs. And there has to be a follow-up to ensure there's no adverse uh, 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 events, you know, from the drug. Is this unreasonable? Or should do what New York is doing. New York is just now stockpiling this drug. Just in case the Supreme Court says you can't do that, New York is just going to do it anyway. Honestly, honestly, the trauma to girls and to women should be enough to stop this without a doctor. I mean, I, I think it should be banned entirely. But if you want to be if you want to be open minded and dismiss that you're killing a child, th- this you should be under a doctor's care the whole time. You should not have to do that alone. My gosh. And so New York is just going to start stockpiling these drugs so they can continue to send them out, even if the Supreme Court says they can't. That is honestly, that's like, you know, uh, the Nuremberg trials are coming up. And the world's about to say Zyklon B shouldn't be used in uh, shower rooms to gas people. And Germans decide we're going to stockpile Zyklon B. There's nothing more evil. It's just evil. Okay, I'll get off my soapbox on that one. <laughs> Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. Uh, our sponsor is, who is it, Sarah? I love Car Shield. Whether it is uh, across hundreds of miles or just to the grocery store and back, you rely on your car to get around safely and efficiently. And no matter what you do, your car is going to break down. When your car has problems, the last thing you need to be worried about is how you're going to afford fixing your car. It's essential to make money to have a car. Who's going to be the person doing it? This is where CarShield comes in. When you enroll with CarShield, you're getting protection plans that start as low as $100 a month. Flexible month-to-month coverage, your choice of an ASC-certified mechanic, 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, and complimentary towing and rental car options. You also get no long-term contracts, and CarShield administrators handle all of the paperwork. And most importantly, if you look at our inflation problem, Prices of everything is going to go way up, way up. Car Shield will never inflate the price. It's a price lock guarantee. So your price will never go up no matter how many claims you file. It'll never go up even as mileage on your car increases. None of that. Car Shield. Get it now for your car like I have for my trucks. It's Car Shield at 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. There is a lot to report on uh, today. 
one of the things is uh, James Comer has sent a letter uh, to the National Archives and the Records Administration requesting all unredacted records and communications regarding Biden's official duties as vice president that overlapped with his son Hunter Biden's activities in Ukraine. In particular, Comer is seeking documents in which Joe Biden allegedly used a pseudonym his son, former business partners, Hunter Biden, Eric Schwenderin, and Devin Archer are all copied on these. All drafts of the then Vice President Biden speech delivered to Ukraine's parliament in December 2015. Comer said the oversight panel wants unrestricted special access under the Presidential Records Act to case number 2023-0022-F entitled Email Messages to and or from Vice President Biden and Hunter Biden related to Burisma and Ukraine. They have been published on the National Archives website. Burisma Holdings is um, the Ukrainian energy company that employed Hunter Biden, paid the family like I don't know how many millions. The records were redacted for public release. Uh, According to the Freedom of Information Act, for example, an email bearing the subject Friday schedule card is withheld in part under a P6 and B6 restriction denoting personal information regarding the subject uh, is uh, is confidential. Attached to the email and made available on the National Archives website is a document that indicates at 9 a.m. May 27, 2016, Vice President Biden took a call with the president of Ukraine. It is concern, uh, concerning to the committee, however, that this document was sent to Robert L. Peters. Now, who's Robert L. Peters? Well, that is a pseudonym that we know from the Hunter laptop that that was the cover name for Joe Biden. He would be Robert L. Peters. Additionally, the committee questions why the then vice president's son, Hunter Biden, and only Hunter Biden, was copied on this email to then vice president Biden. So now we're now we're really getting to it. I think these are we're now seeing the Nixon tapes. This is the point to where everybody is saying I wasn't in business. I didn't know. Now we have archived emails that we know went to vice president Biden. Um, under a pseudonym. Why would he be using a pseudonym for his correspondence with the Ukrainian uh, president? And why would the Ukrainian president be, you know, messaging Robert L. Peters when it's supposed to be Joe Biden? And why did he CC Hunter Biden on this? That doesn't make any sense. This is, I think this is the missing minutes of the, uh, of the Nixon scandal myself. Really? So, I mean, how, uh, how sure are we that this is actually him? Is there a confirmation? Is there a... Yeah, there's confirmation in Hunter's laptop. Uh, on Hunter's laptop in emails, he talks about his dad's pseudonym being Peter's. Uh, Robert L. Peters. And uh, so we know that's what Hunter said in emails. Uh, He referred to his dad as Robert L. Peters. Now we have an email going to the vice president as he was vice president, but sent to him under the pseudonym Robert L. Peters. 
It's a uh, it's uh, it's so bizarre, but I mean. You think with these guys, the way they've been trying to cover this, they've not been particularly successful. They've left a lot of uh, open threads to, or, or visible threads to pull. And as you go through all of these allegations, this would make sense, right? Like they keep saying, well, there's no evidence that goes ties this back to Biden, Joe Biden. Of course, there's tons of evidence that ties this back to Joe Biden. I mean, including mm-hmm. texts from Hunter Biden's business associates describing to each other why because they're not allowed to talk about joe biden in texts with hunter because they're paranoid you can only bring that up in person uh these are things that obviously are evidence but maybe not necessarily definitive proof and that's a different standard the media keeps saying there's no evidence and maybe they mean there's no definitive proof the case hasn't been proven in front of a court of law certainly yet but man there's a lot of smoke for there to be no fire here Oh, there, there's too much. You know, the the one thing the media never talks about, and we rarely talk about, it's something we exposed two years ago. The State Department issued memos to the uh, Obama administration and to the office of the White House. The State Department said what Hunter is doing is against the law, and this really has to stop. We're very concerned about it. And it was just brushed aside. Have you heard that evidence? I mean, that the State Department was worried about this and needed it to stop and it wouldn't stop? I don't know. That sounds kind of disturbing. But Biden may not go to jail. But when we find this Robert L. Peters, boy, he's in trouble. I'll tell you that right now.